0: This is Fast Bible Teacher, a brief daily nugget of fresh Bible goodness from me, Pastor Frank Dalala of the Savior Community Church in Rockland County, New York. We're going to try to finish verses 12 through 13. These are hidden reefs at your love feasts, as they feast with you without fear, shepherds feeding themselves. That's where we left off. Here's where we pick up. Waterless clouds swept along by winds, fruitless trees in late autumn, twice dead uprooted, wild waves of the sea casting up the foam of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. So, we said there are five categories used in verses 12 through 13 to describe the false teachers. We pick up with number two, which is waterless clouds. Now, this one and the next two relate to each other. They're all pointing to the same thing, and that is that these false teachers promise something that they don't deliver. Now we'll come back to it, but we could and we could also lump in there the shepherds feeding themselves. they promise to do something, but they don't deliver. in this case, they are waterless clouds swept along by winds. Reminds us of Proverbs 25, 14, like clouds and wind without rain is a man who boasts of a gift he does not give. These false teachers, they preach big things, they teach big things, but they don't really bless anyone's life. They don't bring anything to anyone's life. In fact, the opposite. They lead you into destruction, like those hidden reefs we talked about in the last few episodes. Next, they are fruitless trees. He writes, fruitless trees in late autumn, twice dead, uprooted. So they're trees that should be bearing fruit. It's late autumn and there's nothing there. Rogers and Rogers write uh, that the trees were twice dead in the sense of being sterile and then of being actually lifeless. So they're dead in two ways. They're producing nothing and they're lifeless in and of themselves. So, they don't have life in Christ, and the thing that they teach and preach does not lead to life in Christ. It leads to death. That's the, that's the gift that a false teacher gives you. They share their own death with you while promising to give you life. And then he says they're uprooted. This theme of a tree being uprooted is associated with the theme of God's judgment in the Old Testament. Uh, Psalm 52, 5, But God will break you down forever. He will snatch you and tear you from your He will uproot you from the land of the living. The fourth way they're described is as wild waves. You see this, verse 13, wild waves of the sea casting up the foam of their own shame. It's sort of a gross image of uh, what they do. Again, Rogers says, the word refers to seaweed and other refuse born on the crest of the waves and thrown up on the beach, to which is compared the overflowing of ungodliness. I believe it's the ESV Study Bible also associates this imagery with their sexual immorality, which just kind of grosses me out. Isaiah 57 20, but the wicked are like the tossing sea for it cannot be quiet and its waters toss up mire and dirt. The point again, and this, this, uh, I said we'd come back to this, the last three ones, waterless clouds, fl- fruitless trees, and wild waves, they don't deliver on what they promise. Now, that's certainly true in our day. You see false teachers, uh, they, they always have an appeal. Right? They, they sound cooler to other people than real teachers of the Bible who offend everyone in our culture. They encourage the indulgence of sinful impulses of all kinds, uh, intellectual, spiritual, uh, and physical. They leave the hearer as their own Lord and God and affirm that they are actually being righteous in pursuing idolatrous impulses of every kind. That's what a false teacher is like. They don't deliver on what they're promising. So this, this fourth one, for all of their preaching and teaching, they just kick up gross foam. It doesn't lead to anything. It's a spectacle to look at, but it delivers nothing of value, only filth. And finally, they're described as wandering stars. Verse 13, wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. So, wandering stars in that you follow them for navigation and you get nowhere. David's in the Pillar New Testament commentary talks about how hell is described in this passage and in others. In other places, it's, it's talked about in terms of fire and burning. Uh, here, it's talked about as darkness, which are obviously incompatible. He writes this, the points these authors are making is not literal. They're describing the place of judgment as a place of utter, utter isolation darkness, and or destruction or torment, fire. Whatever metaphor a writer uses for it, it is not a pleasant situation even to think about. Yet for such people, the place of judgment is reserved, or more literally, kept forever. So their doom is set, it's isolating, it's terrible, and it's permanent. For show links and notes, for my Sunday Sermon Podcast, and for the big show, A Frank Discussion with Jan Jacobs, go to FastBibleTeacher.com.